Hi, welcome to Enter the Chat podcast, where we talk about anime, video games, and all things nerdy. I'm Kwa. And I'm Siri. And let's enter the chat. talking about today uh i kind of just wanted to talk about like what we've been up to uh since our last live podcast like what kind of games you've been playing or oh I was anime like... you've been watching <laughs> we could talk about our experiences in conventions that we've been to as well and in chat you can bring it up whenever you guys have any comments about conventions or any stories you might have we'll read it off uh, anything scandalous we won't mention your name so i'll mention Share your name. at your own risk <laughs> <laughs> well, there's I kind of want to start. There's scary stuff that happens at cons, man. Oh yeah, there's some stick. Mm, there's some very scary stuff that happened at cons. But we need to talk about the positive stuff too, so that people actually go to cons. As of well. course, of <laughs> course. We're not. This is not a Debbie Downer on cons. I love cons. Yeah, because I know you've been playing a lot of Fall Guys, right? Oh my gosh, yes, Fall Guys. I knew I was gonna be in love with it because it's basically. In a nutshell, if you've played Mario Party, it's that game minus the game board. So it's just a bunch of mini games. But if you think Mario Party is competitive, Fall Guys is 100 times more competitive. You will scream, you will curse, you will hate the game and love it at the same time. I hate people who grab onto my character. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, sometimes you have to do that because... Like, in some of the final showdown, oh, that's an actual name, jump showdown, final round where they crown the winner, you know, if, like, jump showdown can just keep going and going and going if both of you are gamers. So there are some times where you have to grab the person and throw them off the platform. <laughs> I don't, I personally don't do it because I'm not, I'm just not <laughs> that petty, but yeah. that Hate definitely had that done to me and my friends do it. Yeah. yeah. And then they just released season two preview, right? With the medieval yeah, update and everything. Awards on when Thursday. Thursday. It was yesterday, yeah. Oh, Thursday. Okay. Yes. Yeah, season. Oh, season two is a update. Uh they're adding new maps. They're adding new skins. Uh it's all based on medieval time. So there's I saw a dragon skin that was really cool. Uh, a knight skin. I think there's a princess one, if I'm not there, mistaken. There's like a knight. A or witch, a witch or a wizard sorceress wizard yeah yeah it was really cool uh all of the maps seemed really really troll to be honest there's one where you have to drag platforms so there's like a staircase right so there's a small platform then a secondary platform and then it goes to the third wall so you have to push all these walls and climb them but if you push if you're the one pushing it people are going to be jumping on them so you're going to be left behind so it's like a lot yeah, of it yeah it's going to be very interesting um, I think it's going to force you to cooperate with people on the internet you are competing against. But if you have a team that you're playing with, you could probably get that down pretty well. I mean, probably. Yeah. If not, that would suck. <laughs> like, imagine if they had an esports of it. Like, this is a Fall Guys team. There's you know? a Twitch, Twitch Rivals stream today for Fall Guys Friday with money oh, and everything. Right. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I didn't realize that was built in teams, though. I thought it was like all one man for himself. <laughs> no, that was there's actual teams. Um, I thought oh, one of my, one of my friends of friends was in it, but I didn't see his name on the roster. How do you set Pyro that up? Though? Or do go have... home. 
We got a Spyro fan in here. Yeah. Are you playing the new HD? Running. Is that Maiden? the one on Steam? Steam. My sister played it. She went through it and she loved it. Oh, okay. okay. We never played. Is that Spyro. like the remastered version? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. I might have to look into that. It's been a while since I played Spyro. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Well, oh. they're, they ha they're currently having Battle of the Brands, where many brands are... Ooh, I don't want to misspeak about this. I'm just casually looking at their Twitter. Um, bands are, uh, bands, brands are bidding money to have a new skin or costume. Oh, yeah. So I, I saw Fnatic, an esports team. Uh, they just had... I think they did a 3D print of their design, and it was so cool. So I can oh, wow. see Fall Guys starting to get like uh, products that they would sell, kind of like Amiibos. So I can oh, definitely yeah. see that happening. Yeah, I definitely Sorry. see that coming. What else are you playing? Yeah. Oh, I recently got back into Minecraft. Uh, my friend started a server, so I started playing on there. It's a bunch of mods on it. Um, I think we're using a mod pack called Roguelike and Dungeon. And it's like a lot of questing, a lot of old school stuff on there. Uh, it's on an old patch as well, so I've been playing that. Uh, as for shows, I've been starting to watch Gundam again. It's on Hulu, so I started watching Gundam. And that's pretty much what I've been doing besides work. So, um, Anything I'm watching anime-wise, I, I started watching the new Seven Deadly Sins. I was getting my hair done, but I was a little distracted with being out in public and being safe yeah. with COVID. So I didn't really pay attention much, but... I also started watching Sorta Online season three, Alicization. I think that's how you say oh, it. Oh, that's such a good season. Is it? I it's. I'm having a hard time keeping up. Right. Captivated with it, honestly. So, so for that one, it's one of those slow start, I believe, because I don't think I really understood what was going on in the first. I would say three episodes. It's a little confusing because I was like, okay, what's going on? Is there like a, a time flashback? Is there whatever, you know? Universe yeah, it's kind of confusing. Yeah. And you don't no, get you, it. Yeah, you don't understand it probably until episode four or five. And then you're like, oh, that's what's happening. Yep, I got there and I was like, okay, I'm on, I'm on board now. <laughs> and then from there, it's just, I would say it's, it's just uphill from there, so. Or down? No, uphill. Hill. Yeah, uphill. Uphill. <laughs> All right. Let, let, let's go back to uh, our original topic of conventions. Uh, okay. I just kind of wanted to have a quick run through of what we've been up to yeah, since our base. last time. Yep. Just yeah. so people know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, and what you guys are doing. I see Legends of Runeterra. If you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's like Legend, it's... League of Legends with RuneScape or something. That's my guess on it. No, it's like Hearthstone meets uh, League of Legends. Although I would so say there is a League of like, Legends component to it. Yeah, it's created by Riot Games. It's a card game. I would say it's more in tune with Magic, the card game, than it is Hearthstone. It kind of borrows a bit of everything from a lot of the the trading card games online. And I, I play it too, but not to the extent of Huron. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And then we got Seven DS. Oh, seven, seven deadly, deadly sins. sins. I was like, seven. Like, there's a DS on coming out. It's like seventh generation. <laughs> the fruit basket anime, the remake, or is it? 
is it the original Fruit Basket, the remake? Okay, yeah, I've heard the remake is really, really good. I've heard, I mean, I've heard both uh, are really good, but I, especially with the remake as well. And then yeah. I was telling uh, Siri that she would like the cat. Because <laughs> it reminds, it, it, he's, the cat is like Rin from Free. Yeah, yeah. So I really like the cat character. He reminds me of Rin. <laughs> yeah, his name is Kyo. I couldn't remember his name. His name is Kyo. Kyo. Re-Zero or Fail, though? Are you talking about season two, Jared? I haven't started season two yet. I was waiting for it to, to move along first before I start season two of ReZero. Oh, someone cosplay Kyo. And by someone, I mean Courtney. I don't know why I'm not saying y'all's <laughs> name. I, just, I feel weird saying y'all's name on the internet in the episode. So. <laughs> awesome. You have good taste. I haven't watched Fruit Basket, Fruits Basket, but you have good taste. <laughs> Courtney's amazing. Why do y'all think she's my work wife? You fail. <laughs> Yeah, he's telling me I failed because I, I'm not watching ReZero, I guess. I'm waiting for it to finish, or at least, like, I don't know, get 10 episodes in. I'm busy with work. <laughs> what I'm can busy we do? with work. <laughs> what can we do? All right. Let, let, okay, back to conventions. Sorry. We're going to get started on this convention. Um, so a lot of conventions these days are switching to a virtual one. I know I was planning on going to Anime Expo. Yep. And, Courtney and that, I as well. that didn't. Yeah, so that didn't pan out, but they did they do a virtual one? I don't think they did. Did they? I don't think I so. I want to say yes, because it was. Okay, Courtney says yes. But yeah. I think it was the same weekend as Funimation Con at the same time, like literally the same week. It was like Fourth of July weekend. I think they kept the same date, just yeah, virtual. Just virtual. Yeah. Uh, I tuned into the Crunchyroll update where they were bringing up mo the mobile games that they were releasing and then the new episodes they were having the new merchandise that is more accessible on their website so i think that's the only thing i looked <laughs> for uh anime expo so crunchy roll expo it's next week it's next week yeah i was just like the, the date is september 4th through 6th um so mm -hmm. right before labor day and mm -hmm. this is a virtual one and I'm actually not sure. I didn't explore too much, but I don't know how they're going to be hosting it. I know they have rooms designated, but I don't know how the structure is. They'll probably have a live stream because they are a streaming site for anime. So I'm assuming they'll probably just have like a stream link to what, whichever platform that is doing their panel yeah. or whatever. Cause some, I don't know. Because some like, of, like for Funimation and Anime Expo, they had like a... a one Twitch account for a set amount of sessions, and then they had a second one, and then they had something else, another component to it. So it's going to be interesting how they host this. Mm -hmm. And they did release the schedule, I think, last week, and me and Siri have been perusing all the different panels to see which ones we're actually going to watch. Uh, why don't you talk about a couple of the ones you, you wanted to check out this next week? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is this first one I'm gonna mention is is kind of getting really deep and like serious. Um, they have a couple, they have a few sessions where they tie in the anime fandom and cosplaying experience with race. Um, obviously because of the Black Lives Matter movement, racism is wrong and we do not condone discrimination or racism. By the way, um. So this particular uh, session is on Friday, September 4th, 
and it's called Anime and Race. Uh, it's with Colin Kells of Japan America and Artel Ism, I hope I said that correctly, of Diart Chichajio in Tokyo. Um, I'm, I have the descriptions here, so I'm just going to do a quick read as quickly as possible. I didn't realize how long it was, actually. Um, anime and race might not be a topic for most Japanese to whom the shows are targeted. Characters speak Japanese, behave like Japanese, sometimes attend Japanese schools, and eat Japanese food. But to audiences outside Japan, the round-eyed, blonde-haired, non-racial, or stateless characters can look a lot like white people. The question is more urgent with both Black Lives Matter and Hollywood's habit of whitewashing hot topics. I did whitewashing in quotes. Uh, Casting white actors to play characters of color, like Scarlett Johansson as Major Kusanagi in Ghost in the Shell, can be a major fail. Major fail is caps. Half-Japanese-American author Roland Kelts and anime artist and background designer Artel Isom, co-founder of anime's only black-owned studio, break it down in this fascinating three-part panel. So it looks like they break it down uh, from time periods, 60s to the 80s, and then they have the 90s, and then today. Um, with proactively representing black characters and black culture and transforming anime and fandom. So that's going to be a a very interesting topic, very, very progressive and timely for what we're experiencing now. And um, I feel very passionate about this topic. I won't dive too deep in the rabbit hole with it, but I'm, I'm personally happy to see that it's being talked about because I don't think I've ever seen this. I, I'm relatively new to the con livelihood, but I've never seen something like this in a schedule before. Mm-hmm. It's pretty... I think a lot of it has to do with the live actions that have been coming out lately. Um, Netflix has been putting a lot of live actions. Uh, I don't know which other studios have actually done live actions lately, but I know Netflix has done a ton of them, and I think it's just really cool to see that they're casting different races for different roles, even different genders for roles, right? Uh, you can even look at Marvel, and there's a lot of characters there that you're like, oh, I didn't expect that to be a girl playing, or I didn't expect a guy to be playing that, or a race. So it's interesting to see this topic come up because it's just really prevalent right now. Yeah, I'll and probably do uh, that one, too, just to hear what he has to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Uh, we have a comment. Uh, the interesting thing is that they have interviewed Japanese people about the whitewashing of anime, and they don't see issues with it. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would I see that too. Say that's a historical thing where, and I could be, I'm not trying to generalize this this statement I'm about to say, but I feel like in Asian countries they do kind of not fetishize. It's like when if you are going to an asian country and you happen to be white like asian people like gravitate to you or i don't know it's i've heard stories of my friends going to asian countries and like being like part of that situation where they're i don't know like looked at stared at respected Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know uh Went to Jared went to Japan. They were nice to us, especially Sarah. She's super fucking. <laughs> I am so jealous. He went to Japan still. Oh, every yeah. time I see them, I'm like Japan. <laughs> yeah, I think I read an article or a post somewhere about how Japanese people feel about 
other ethnicities cosplaying and honestly japanese people don't care they 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 feel honored that someone would actually cosplay a character from their culture um and that was like the the big thing that i got from that post was that race doesn't play a role for them like you can have an african-american naruto running around and they'd be like that's awesome (laughs) and i've actually heard differently i'm glad to hear that uh i was i did a podcast interview uh in february and he tried to ask me about that but he wouldn't outright come and say it so i didn't understand the question and i'm realizing that now um but there are some people who say you know you are black you cannot cosplay this character and i didn't realize that was a thing that people said and or did and i was just like that's terrible (laughs) we all love the same thing and Everybody can cosplay whoever they want to cosplay. Race does not play a factor in that at all. So it's just, again, this this will be a very interesting session, and I'm excited to listen in on it. I wish mm-hmm. I had the time. And then right time if anyone actually goes to uh, in-person conventions in the future, there's definitely cosplayers of all races and ethnicities and gender. Um, so it, it's pretty cool to see it at conventions. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, some of the best ones I've seen, actually. All right. Well, we're going to move away from a <laughs> yeah, yeah, serious yeah, topic <laughs> to cause <laughs> first pick for a session. Uh, the panel I'm definitely going to see is one about One Piece. I wanted to talk about this one because this one seems to be the, the top one that everyone is probably going to look at. They're going to have a bunch of the Japanese voice actors from the One Piece show, and they're going to do a... Let me read the description because I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen on it. Um, but it's going to be an episode that hasn't been aired before. It's an alternate retelling of the Drum Island story arc from One Piece. Um, I don't know exactly what that means. Besides, I know Drum Island is, uh, I believe that's the Chopper arc, if I'm not mistaken. One Piece fans, please tell me I'm right. <laughs> okay. Yep, we got so, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got yes. Confirmed. Confirmed. Uh, so I'm not sure what this means. Um, maybe it's the retelling of it from the doctor's perspective, or maybe it's like it's a different view of the show. And I don't know if they're doing it live or not because they do have the One Piece voice actors as guests for the con. So if it's a live like voice acting of the episode, that's really cool. Oh, those um, are always so great. Yeah, and so this is going to be on Friday from 10 in the morning to 1 p.m. So that's like, that's a four-hour chunk right there. So I have no idea what to expect. If they're going to tell the whole arc or if they're going to tell the episode, I don't know. Um, so I'll definitely be tuning into that one, especially for anyone who is... Be right back, taking vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Chopper arc is really cool. Um, probably one of my favorite ones because I, I like Chopper as a character. He's the the tiny little reindeer. Um, so, yeah. That is one of the ones I'm definitely tuning into. Um, all right, back to you, Siri. All right. Um, this one is not particularly anime or video game related. It's just something I personally would enjoy, and I think a lot of you might enjoy. Um, it's called Snacking Through Japan with Boxu. And Boxu, I had to look it up, uh, is a, a, I believe it's a mail service where you can get Japanese goodies, sweets, snacks, and things delivered to your door, basically. So that's who's hosting this session. Um, the description says, 
Join Boxu founder Danny Tang as he as he takes a gourmet journey through Japan to interview five unique snack makers, ranging from a fifth generation Kyoto candy maker to a scrappy Tokyo entrepreneur who started his modern Japanese confection confectionery only ten years ago. Produced with extra commentary from the founder exclusively for Virtual Crunchyroll Expo, this documentary will transport you to watch them create delicious snacks like Anpan Red Bean Buns, listen to their family histories, and learn their perspectives on snack friendship. So, uh, I I'm personally... already. I, I know, right? I, I, <laughs> I am so excited. My family and I are planning to go to Japan next year, hopefully covid willing but um yeah one of the main things about japan is just like trying all the different food the snacks and like just just the culture itself and so i feel like a lot of people want to go to japan as one of their bucket list destinations and this will be a great way to kind of get a feel for the japanese snacks snacks just booked my ticket same <laughs> I get ads for Boxu all the time on Insta. Sounds like a little fun session. Or a fun little session. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, there's just so much Japanese food out there. And I feel like the food that we get in America just doesn't compare to what Japan has to offer. I, I think Sarah and Jared can uh, contest. Or what's, they can confirm this. So. Confirm. No, seriously, every time I hang out with them, I, I always ask them about Japan. Every, and it's like, I feel like they might get tired of me asking because it's like the same stuff all over again. <laughs> but Natto? Is that the, that's the fermented soybeans, yeah. I don't know. I, I've I tried it in America, it. and it's just not good. Well, <laughs> but that's me. America, so. Oh, Courtney <laughs> confirmed. Yeah. All right. Um... Anything else about anime snacks? I know there's another panel anime called anime snacks, or not Japan snacks. Sorry, <laughs> I, I got confused because there's another panel called anime foodies that they're doing. Um, is this officially one of your three, or is this like an honorable mention? Not, it's an honorable mention. I just want to talk about it a little bit briefly. Uh, anime foodies. This is a group of people who are gonna like. I think they're gonna cook on the stream because it says learn how to craft these recipes for yourself at home. Um, so I think they're actually going to do a cooking show. That would be tomorrow. awesome. Yeah, that'd so, so that cool. that'd be pretty cool. Food Wars. Yeah, what if they did a Shokugeki and that's <laughs> what the show is? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I I want that's an actual session with like a block of time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because so from eleven to twelve during lunchtime. I want to say during Anime Expo they had. Like in between sessions, they had a, a Japanese woman like handcrafting this like um, flower, or, like a Japanese traditional flower arrangement, like live, mm -hmm. and it was very beautiful. And I was just like, "You did that with your hand?" I I literally watched you make that with your hands, and I'm just like, "You made that with your hands?" <laughs> so I was wondering if it was like that, if it was like a transition, if it was actual like. Oh, I don't know. It just says from eleven panel to session for yeah, Expo. Okay. They're just doing eleven to twelve. I don't know. It it seems like a independent group of from Crunchyroll. So, mm. okay. um, all right. So for my real one, um, I was going to talk about anime tropes roulette. So this one, this one sounds fun. It sounds funny because there's so many different anime tropes. Uh, if you don't know what a trope is, it's kind of like um, all these similar 
it's like a like a typical like if you think actors they always play the same character the same mm-hmm. type of character uh yeah. it's a recurring theme so like childhood friend or for like rom- for the romance anime it would be like childhood friend or the new girl or um the silent stoic asshole popular boy yeah something like that and it, this one just seems funny because i think this one's going to be done with a chat i believe and they're going to name different tropes and these two artists are going to draw what they think the two tropes are going like what they envision a character of that trope ah, would be that would be that would be really cool yeah yeah it was like uh creator uji and mako house creator kim will attempt to draw randomly selected anime tropes suggested by you uh time limit is 15 minutes for each drawing and you get to basically roast them while they're drawing <laughs> That sounds so, fun. That sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm I, I, I'm looking forward to that one, too. It's on my, like, yeah. long list, but... And it's on Saturday. Usually the funny ones or, like, the big ones are on Saturday. Yeah, it's so. the really, really fun sessions, usually. Yeah. So This one sounds hilarious. I'll probably look at that just to see what they do. Just um, let me add to my Outlook calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are some of the tropes that you can think of that are your favorites i know you have like certain tropes you like (laughs) really (laughs) i mean i recently discovered when i was watching seven deadly sins of like anything that deals with like the seven cardinal sins i'm always a fan of greed full metal alchemist greed or greedling um Uh bond silver fox oh yeah he's also great i forgot yeah yep yep i I like those and also both of those characters are like this kind of misunderstood douches yeah misunderstood <laughs> yeah i would say misunderstood dude rin I would say off from on free. he loves those misunderstood assholes too yeah rin but... from free i think is also a misunderstood dude <laughs> uh keo <laughs> from fruits basket is also a misunderstood dude that's why i said you would probably like him he is super yep. misunderstood <laughs> tragic past oh i'm on board <laughs> <laughs> No wonder you're the way you are. <laughs> Free is a great anime. Honestly, Free is actually a pretty good anime. Oh, I this is one scene. I, I loved it so much that I recorded it on my phone. If I need to pick me up, I just watch this video I took. No spoilers here. Um, it's of the main character, Haru. And I watch English dub, so that he's voiced by Todd Haberkorn. And then Rin is voiced by Vic Mignogna. And they are trying to stay at this hotel or something and there's a mix-up they the people at the hotel thought they were a couple and then he's like there's only one bed it's because your stupid girl sounding name (laughs) he like start bickering like a couple oh and i yes dub (laughs) you knew this from the first episode that i watched dub don't i like to be surprised yeah (laughs) don't worry jared i watched i watched free and sub so I got, you know, the, the OG Rin and Haru. The uber powerful MC with a good heart and dark past, aka Kenshin. Yep. I'd probably like Kenshin if I watched Ruroni Kenshin. I'm one of those people where I have to do something productive while I watch anime. <laughs> or anything I'm watching to for that matter. What's another what's another trope? What's your trope that you gravitate towards? So if we're gonna talk about like um the slice of life or romancey ones is I'm a huge fan of the childhood friend. 
I don't know why, but the childhood Aww. friend usually gets me. I don't under I don't understand why. Um <laughs> because I feel so bad. It's like, okay, childhood friend, you've been in love with this guy for how long? <laughs> you know? And then he ends up not choosing you or whatever, you it's know. So it's in the long game, so you root for them. Yeah. So like just for example, like Golden Time, I really liked uh the childhood friend in there. Um what's another one that had a good childhood friend? Oh, I can't thank remember off the top of my head. We gotta thank you from running yeah. Mayo. <laughs> I actually introduced Golden Time to him, so he just recently watched it. Oh yeah, oh, your line, April. The childhood friend. Cry. If that's if you cry, anything that involves me crying, I'm just like, I can wait to watch this. Yeah, so I always feel bad for the childhood friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all do. We're rooting. We're rooting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that 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 session would be really interesting. I would love to see these artists because they're not seeing each other's drawings, right? I'm assuming. I don't think so. Not until the end. Yeah, so it'd be or... really cool to see if they even match. Mm-hmm. Like watch it be like uh one where they talk about a young boy protagonist and they draw like Naruto or Goku or or uh Kirito. <laughs> yeah, like just young boy protagonist. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were we were we were watching. Um, Courtney, Kwan, and I were watching uh, "Weathering with You." Is that what it's called? Yes. Weathering. Yeah, "Weathering with You." Yep. And the main character, Kwan, was like, "Is this Kirito?" <laughs> yeah, the it's dude very, looks like, just like him. Yeah. I like it when they all die watched... and don't end up together. Oh my god, <laughs> you are such a cynic. Is that the right word, cynic? No, not a cynic. You're the worst, Jared. <laughs> we want happy endings. Oh, but the romance anime is <laughs> just never... the right... <laughs> I've been Seriously, saying your name, Bull. What are you talking about? Uh, I yeah, love, I love Jared. I love yeah, Jared. Jared's great. So Sarah, you you got a you got a good one. Take, Take him, him, please. <laughs> when you get rejected, oh, sad, sad. It's okay. Isn't that the trope you wanted though? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, they he likes it when they die and don't get end up together. Does it so. end up together? Sarah, watch out! <laughs> now he just needs to die. <laughs> my goodness, that's hilarious. Oh, that's uh, funny. Okay, all right, back okay. back to business. All right, back so business. my last session, and it's a very short description. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. This is for you cosplayers in the chat. It's literally called the cosplay tips and tricks uh it's gonna be hosted by four main teachers of the first school of cosplay in las vegas and they're called gamer versus taylor so i assume it's going to be one of those um those who are the hosts for that they one? Give tips i'm sorry who are the hosts for that one gamer versus taylor and it's all one word mm. and taylor is like clothing taylor okay so those are always fun uh, everybody has a different process for how they create their cosplay some you know are more um handcrafted and simple but then there are those who they go all out and they have the big extravagant like extensions and armor uh, i actually thought about investing in lawrence wood he's a cosplayer and he also creates uh, kits for you to make gauntlets and things i highly i almost purchased for a good amount of money tifa's gauntlet to make 
but I don't oh, have is any that the of one the tools. I, is that the one I saw on Ruske? Ruske. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was Ruskay. so cool. That's yeah, the one I, I want to buy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a really cool. On him kit. is making it for me. <laughs> yeah. So his um his no his gauntlet not not the shield his gauntlet for Cloud is from Lawrence Wood. Um, oh, he streamed okay. it. He okay. streamed it live crafting it so it was really he's very patient i was just like i don't have the patience for this you gotta like heat up the thing and curve it curve it curve it curve it and then you gotta glue it it's just so much work yeah. i respect I saw him his, so much i saw his gauntlet it's very detailed mm -hmm. um so that's pretty crazy that it's like a kit and you get to do it yourself yep um, i just need the tools for it and the space honestly yeah. but anyway cosplay tips and tricks so if you are if you are a cosplayer or thinking about getting into cosplayers some of you in here i know um this one is on saturday september 5th i didn't write down the time so oh. check the schedule if you want to see all the sessions uh i actually I wrote we can probably down. post a link uh yes i was on I twitter or something right yeah now right now or you can do uh, it later nope i'm doing it right now because all right, right these, post the these folks are hanging out with us and they deserve priority yeah. Uh, Let me post the schedule in Discord as well since I'm here. Yes. Uh the con this this con particularly Crunchyroll Expo is free. It is free. Uh you can I don't know, they had me register for a ticket and pay it in quotes for zero dollars. I don't really know why, but you probably but, have to register to to enter it. That's probably why. Yeah, um, you go through so many screens to confirm your registration. Yeah, so you guys can go ahead and register if you want to check it out um, next weekend. Uh, should be a good time. There's a lot of interesting content besides yeah, the one that we talked about. Yeah, and we're we're talking about specific topics, obviously for obvious reasons. But you know, there's the the stere not stereotypical the the standard studios that are hosting what their new shows are going to be. There's voice actor panels. There's um, Crunchyroll has some industry panels. I think Claude mentioned, you mentioned offline that there's a video game one that mm -hmm. Crunchyroll is hosting. So there's yeah. a whole lot of stuff. And there's even uh, foreign ones too that literally I could yeah, I not think, translate. I, I think I saw one that was in Russian and there's like one, a couple in Spanish, a lot in Spanish actually. Um, and then yeah. some Japanese ones that they're doing that are going to be subtitled as well. I don't know if the Russian and Spanish ones are going to be subtitled in English, but mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, there's a couple of those. Yeah, I think that's really awesome that they're keeping it global since it is a virtual space. Um, all right. So, so last my one? my last one is going to be related to your last one as well. Um, is the cosplay contest? Uh, they will be running a cosplay contest on Saturday from 7 to 9. I don't know how they're going to do it. I guess they just have a bunch of people around the world send in pictures of cosplay, and they're going to have a, a a team of professional cosplayers uh, judge the cosplays. Um, Man, or, that's gonna be I don't so know. Maybe bad. they're doing a video or something like that because maybe they have like special effects on their cosplay. I'm just excited to see all the crazy cosplays because... I've been to the in-person conventions and they've had some pretty crazy cosplays um and theatrics in, in person yeah and theatrics and uh live shows so I'm assuming this virtual one is going to be even crazier because it's going to be open to the whole world to 
to upload their cosplays. I don't know if it's like limited to professionals or amateurs or something like that, but I this is going to be. If it's probably just going to be amateurs. Yeah. I think they should open it to everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's all for fun. Because no, sometimes, sometimes they don't let professional ones go to the the, That's the fair, contest. But I guess, I guess this is me being naive. I don't know how you determine who's a professional. I mean. We can see, obviously, some people put a little bit more eff- like professional effort into their cosplays, but how do you define someone as professional? I'm like, but that's just me. I'm an amateur, so what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I know on the panel of judges are all people who are cosplayers who do it for a living. So, for a living. okay. Yeah, so I think to determine if you're a professional or amateur is if you do it for a living, maybe. Um, there's a couple yeah. ways. Yeah. yeah. If your costume costs cost 10K. Cost 10, Definitely just casual. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Filthy casuals. <laughs> but yeah, so this show should be pretty cool. Um, I'm assuming they're going to play a bunch of videos and maybe pictures. Uh, maybe they already have like a reel that they're going to go through and then the judges will, that'll be like their first time looking at it. That's what I'm assuming is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I I entered a, I, I went to a writing convention in April and it was all virtual all done on Discord at that. Um, they had a virtual cosplay contest, and all you had to do is um, submit a photo to the channel. And um, I guess the board of Right Hive, actually, I don't know why I'm not saying their name. I'm part of it. Uh, right Hive, they just had their board decide on a winner by popular unanimous vote. I did not win, but the girl who won <laughs> definitely deserved it. She was She wore something from Majora's Mask. Oh yeah, that was a really good cosplay. Mm-hmm. Do we talk about just briefly other events? Because the the three that we mentioned for both of us were ones we were guaranteed that we're gonna see. But there's a couple other events I just wanted to mention um, that were interesting that I might check out depending on how much time I have. Uh, do you want to go first or? Um. Yes, I think I know which one. One of them you're gonna say. So I'm trying to. Um. One of them. Um, I, I music is my first love, so there is one for composing for video games and anime. Uh, that's mm. on Sunday, September sixth, and I'll let mm. you go next. Um, I'm just gonna list all of the ones I was thinking of. Uh, there's one called the True Secret, the True and Secret History of Shonen Action Manga. Um, so it talks about how Shonen Action Manga got started. And how they just go back to throw back to the past, Naruto, One Piece, Bleach, stuff like that. And I guess it talks about how it gets started and how they got they blew up, I guess. History of mechs. There's like three different panels on mecha anime that I wanted to see. I don't know if I'll have time for all of them, but <laughs> it was interesting to see how they, they progress from like the 60s all the way up to now. Uh, world building and anime. That's, that's huge. I, I thought yeah. you would say. Yeah, that one's huge. And then I think that's um, pretty much it. The other one is judge anime by its cover. Oh, which right. I think right. sounds self-explanatory, but we also Qua and I we want to maybe host um an episode about that as well. I think that's a good. Yeah, topic. I'll just grab a bunch of different random obscure animes covers and just send them to Siri and see what she thinks. We should have like a them. bingo card or something. Everybody play bingo in a makeover. How is that? How would that work? I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, that's a quick snippet of Crunchyroll Expo. We say quick, con. but it's already been an hour. 
or I guess 30 minutes. <laughs> but now um, let's let's talk about our con experiences because I know a lot of us have been to cons, want to go to cons. This is probably going to be the year we went to cons, but COVID happened. So I think we're getting a little cabin fever from our beloved cons. Yeah. We want to hear so about everybody's, I'm going to go positive here, best favorite stories. Con. Well, first off, I just wanted to talk about who here has been to conventions, right? Put, put um, it, like, raise your hand in the chat. Raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> raise your hand. <laughs> raise your hands. And then how many people, actually, I'll do that one first, and then we'll talk about how many people are interested in going to conventions. Negative, Negative ghostwriter. Ghost oh, yeah. Jared has never been to a convention. Sarah, <laughs> what are you doing? We got to get Sarah's a first, I think Sarah's first convention was the one I took her to. I took her to Matsuri. Yep. Yep. Confirmed. That was the first convention. Jared, you can just cosplay someone from free. Interested me either. Okay. You could do Haru. Haru. <laughs> I'm just joking. Jared as Haru? Oh my goodness. No, that does not work. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we got some con goers, and I know some people talked about wanting to go. Y'all me. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Jared. Um Okay, yeah. I know Quan's Quan. Wow, Quan has gone. Quan, you said it again. <laughs> Did I, oh my god, coffee. Qua has gone to cons. Yes, I've been to quite a, a few lot. in the last year or so. So <laughs> that Quan is a good guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just gave you a new name. It's happening. Um and as I mentioned earlier, I'm relatively new. I say relatively because um, I guess I'll start. My first con was TwitchCon in 2016 in San Diego. I'd always yeah. seen... Uh, I've said Quan again. <laughs> I've seen hey, it's, Quan. It's my name in cons. Maybe that should be my own convention, right? <laughs> Let's all Quan. go to the Quan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, TwitchCon was my first. and. I, I, I'd seen cons. I, I know of cosplayers. I'm going to give a shout out to my boy, Chris Villain. I love you. You are so sweet and adorable. And I fell in love with your Peter Parker Spider-Man cosplay. And I didn't realize... So TwitchCon is not a traditional anime or video game con. It is Twitch, but it's like the streaming platform. So there were a lot of streamers there. With like meet and greets, there were panels about you know how to start a channel and, and audience engagement, all that stuff. And I, I that was my first time cosplaying at a con, and I would I cosplayed as Tifa, and I realized nobody cosplays at TwitchCon. <laughs> so oh really? I, like, I didn't know that. Of, I was one of the few. There were like everybody was just straight up just you know regular everyday I, clothes. <laughs> I somewhat recall some of the videos from TwitchCon and I remember like maybe they had video game characters cosplays there but it wasn't really um I would say people like fans cosplaying but they like it was a video the game company yeah. hiring a professional mm -hmm. cosplayer and that's the cosplay that you would see at TwitchCon am I right right yes um, yes because so I vaguely I... remember like League of Legends characters being there yep. like a ton of those a ton of League of Legends mm -hmm. characters um, yeah, so maybe Diablo three characters, something like that. So, um, they're all I think on those are like, room. So those are the professional cosplayers who okay, have. Okay, okay, we just come full circle. <laughs> we just <laughs> that's the professional cosplayers. Yeah, but 
uh, even though it wasn't a traditional con, you know, it was my first time going to one. I think it couldn't have been a better one because it was relatively small. You know, this was like the second one that Twitch put on. And it was only, I only took a day trip because it was in San Diego. I was in Los Angeles and I was not about to pay a hotel and stuff. Uh, I went for a day and I just fell in love with the interaction with people and just being around, you know, fellow nerds and geeks. And I met up with some uh, streamer friends up there, down there. And and then I was like, you know what? We should go to more cons. And so me and my best friend who went with me, we started listening. Okay, at one point, we need to go to San Diego Comic Con. To it. And then Anime Expo. And then we just started going on a list. And then we ended up, you know, moving the next year. I moved the weekend of Anime Expo. That was my first time hearing about it. So. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> it is. I'm telling I'm I'm such a noob I, at this. The biggest anime convention in America and you move. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't know it was I didn't even know like Anime Expo was a thing. But that was the year that my my college buddies actually went to that and that's how I found out about it. They stood in line for registration for 14 hours straight. So they missed yeah. like an entire day of stuff. I'm I'm all about the pre-registration. I'm already pre-registered for 2021. <laughs> well, no, no, they were they had registered. They were trying to pick up their badges. badges? Yeah. Yeah, so are, we already have it. It's coming. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, because of that problem. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, oh, no. just don't wait in line. That's not fun. <laughs> no, I think they this year they were they were trying to alleviate that problem. We were supposed to, we, we got our bad. We were supposed to get our badges mailed to us so that they would not but have that. But, of course, that. with COVID and everything, they have right. to cancel. I mean, LA is just so big. And then you're having thousands and thousands of people. Okay. Ugh. Anyway, um, yep. all right, let me talk about my first convention. I went to OniCon in 2011, I want to say. Yeah, 2011. It's quite quite a few years ago. That was the first one I went to. Uh, I had just started college, and my high school friends and I just decided to go to this convention that's in Galveston, and it was it was an interesting experience. Um I wasn't 18 yet. I wasn't 21. So, I mean, a lot of the nighttime stuff wasn't really oh available my God, to the me. Oh, nighttime stuff is the best. Because <laughs> uh, they had hard 18 and up uh, rooms, and then they had hard 21 and up rooms. And I was just like, oh. So I went to this convention in Galveston, and I basically didn't get to do <laughs> a lot of the stuff at night. <laughs> no, he hit or miss, and I will say why. Go that ahead. year... My friend did go to, because he was 18, so he did get to go into the more adult rooms. Um, but it's, like, more raunchy kind of stuff. It's, like, they're explicit everywhere. Um, but it was, like, really fun because they could just talk about stuff in there and they'll watch, like, clips from um, a little bit more extreme animes. So, like, Blood and Gore or, like, the stuff like that. So I just thought it was interesting um, that I just kind of missed all the the stuff that happens at night and you could go to a rave as well they had a rave at night um mm -hmm. every also locked one. behind an 18 wall <laughs> so i couldn't get to go to that either <laughs> that is so sad yeah yeah so Raves I, are I fun. Missed... they're only fun when the children are not there the young yeah. one, the youngins oh yeah so but yeah that was my first con experience i actually cosplay in that one um i did 
Hitman Reborn, if anybody knows that anime, I did. What was his name? The sword guy. I can't remember, but that was my character that I cosplayed. I held my all my friends. Uh, <laughs> what children are going to raves? <laughs> okay, not literal children. I'm talking. I mean, there are children with their parents, but I'm talking about like I've been in line for raves, and they're just like you know those freshly eighteen year olds. They're like, yeah, I'm coming to a rave, and they're like loud and obnoxious. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. oh my god, I don't remember being that that bad. That's that. Yeah. That was my comment. Oh, I was gonna talk about a rave as one of my con stories, but that's like, I have was, one too. It was... It's probably not as exciting though. I don't know if you could call mine exciting. Maybe I don't know. Well, I'll talk about it. Hand the kid a glow stick and call it a day. Kevin loves <laughs> raves, by the way. Ask him. Oh, I know he does. Cause Kelly loves him. <laughs> uh, my best friends in high school lived for raves, which scared my mom away from letting me go. <laughs> your friends have questionable taste why are you going to these raves yeah i'm not a huge fan of raves either um, i'm not but the, I, I mean i like the energy dancing. yeah the energy there is crazy like it is so much energy and you can almost feel like you're getting sucked into it whenever you go to a rave but, but the sometimes the music they choose is really good um there, there's one he's actually being a musical guest at Crunchyroll expo i don't know how they're doing it but uh teddy lloyd he does a really great Le- Legend of Zelda mashup with EDM. Oh my god. I saw him at San Japan 2017. I didn't stay for the whole set because I had a little bit of an anxiety attack. But um, the music was good. I was digging it. And I think that's a great way to kind of bring that rave music with the geek geekiness together. Yeah. Country Roll also has a, a rave group. Or DJ group doing uh nighttime online. Are they, aren't they called like raid. Otaku something? Uh, I, I think I have it. Otaku Passport is uh their group name. Mm-hmm. So usually with the Otaku DJs, they usually do like anime music and they combine it with EDM and stuff, and it, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, mashups are great. Mashups with anime music and video game music are great. Yeah, I remember back in the day, guys who couldn't dance would do DDR stepping. Yo, that's a secret strat. Respect. I think they call it shuffling now. <laughs> you had to go and do that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> shuffling. Uh, yeah. My one funny story before you go into your, I'm sure is an epic story for Ray. Um, I went to IkiCon 2018 with Courtney and Gre- was it IkiCon? Where Greg Ayers, the voice actor, he promised to drop a new song from Kingdom Hearts 3. We stayed the entire time, us old ladies, at this rave till 2 or 3 a.m. He didn't play a damn thing. It was all music that already came out. I was like, bro, I feel lied to. (laughs) I just played the Kingdom Hearts track, basically, right? Yes. I was like, (laughs) and I was like listening. I was listening. I was like, okay, I know this song. Okay, and then like literally, he's like, "All oh, right, we're gonna wrap it up. It's about the time to like last call or whatever." And then it was just bit disgusting. <laughs> At least I would have been furious as a fellow old lady. <laughs> it was dumb as well. Oh my god, I felt so lied to, but it was fun. It was fun. We we made it. We we danced. It was great. We we were hanging with the young kids. We were hip. <laughs> All right. Um. So my story. I think this was literally the first rave I ever went to was at an anime convention, which is 
really weird to do like that's the first I don't rave. think it's weird they're pretty standard i feel they're like they're pretty standard all right so this is my first rave experience and it was at an anime convention um i believe this is the one we went to sarah uh anime matsuri i don't know if this is the one that we went i think it was the same year it's been a while so i, I i've been there three times so i was like mm, i don't know if this is the one i went to uh, but i think that's the one that <laughs> he doesn't remember that night <laughs> um and i don't think sarah was with me but it was it was me and a couple of uh my college guy friends and we went to the rave and i honestly didn't know what to expect considering it was the first rave i've been to and and i just didn't expect all the 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 huge crowd i didn't expect all that and uh so i went to this rave and you know i was just you know just dancing with a group of people and then i somehow got pushed towards the i guess you could call it the pit at the front i'm not a fan of the pit um Because I hate being in close contact with people. And pass out in there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, and I just didn't know what to expect in the pit. And there's like people everywhere. I was, I felt like my my what's it called? My personal bubble was being um <laughs> yeah, uh, not fun. And then all of a sudden I'm looking up, right? And there's this group of girls on guys' shoulders, and they're just like, oh, I don't know how to describe this. They're basically like not wearing anything. <laughs> and they, I was so confused. I was like, why is this here? <laughs> and they were, yeah, they were basically naked and they were just like dancing, you know, naked. I was like, um, pretty sure that's inappropriate. And I was so confused. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. And then I left after that. <laughs> that could have gone a lot worse. I'm glad it didn't. No, yep. being in the pit is not fun. Um, Okay, so I guess it's my turn. Um, and then we'll get to something more fun and happy. Uh, <laughs> so this was, it, it starts with IckyCon 2018, where while we were waiting for like the rave in a couple hours, uh, Courtney and I, we were both writers. So we just happened to see this like nighttime, like badge fanfic reading where a panel of girls just chose random fanfics and they were just reading them in funny voices and over dramatic and it was actually very entertaining I, we actually really enjoyed that there was i mean there were some weird ones that they read but the fact is it was funny um and there was also a final fantasy panel which i really enjoyed but that's not relevant to the story so we had a really good impression like these were very entertaining girls and you know they really delivered the entertainment well and so then we went to San Japan last year, 2019, and we saw something similar. I forget what the actual title was, but it sounded similar. Corny's typing. I can probably, she probably remember. Horrible, Horrible. fanfiction so reading. Similar, right? So we're like, oh, maybe it's the same group, maybe same concept. <laughs> oh, yes, Elise, you know where this is going. <laughs> this is such a scarring experience. Um, first of all, this 18 plus panel was at four o'clock in the afternoon. It wasn't like at nine o'clock or anything. And so Courtney and I were very excited to like relive that entertainment. And so we got seats towards the front and they started reading fan fiction that one of the panelists had written for the specific panel and things got so grotesque and just disgusting. In what I'm way? Like, I'm not going to just no. <laughs> Hey, I shared mine. No, this is this is 
disturbing. Thank you. Um, like there was Timmy from Fairly Odd Parents involved with witnessing video game characters getting it on in a virtual video game. Oh. It started with that, and we're and we're like, I literally was just like grabbing onto Corny Stone, and I was just like, probably. Like, we need to go. <laughs> we need to go. But like. I'm like sweating just thinking about it. It's just disgusting. Um, that wasn't even the worst part. The next story that they read, again, written by one of the panelists, and, and they're all reading this live, like reenacting like the dialogue that was written, like a panel of them. The next uh the next story I apologize if you love Subway, because this will ruin it for you. It involved very, Terrible. very wrong um Next Very wrong podcast. interactions between. Oh my god, I forgot their names. I I like like. Oh, Jared Fogle and Cream. Cream from Sonic Universe. Oh. If you don't know who Jared Fogle is, he is the um subway guy. So mm. I. <laughs> the, mm. the the way they described the interactions, and you know, fanfic is like, you know what is. You know, it's reputation sometimes that they describe things in metaphorical food terms and just, Mm -hmm. it was very, mm. (laughs) you know, I'm almost disappointed that they didn't do Jimmy John's because it's freaky fast. And can we not? I like Jimmy John's. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney and I, like, we were supposed to get dinner afterwards, but we're like, we walked out of there like. I'm not even hungry right now. I can't look at food. Oh my nice. god, we look. We took a long walk. <laughs> oh god, yeah, it it was. Uh. Oh, <laughs> Jared, <laughs> take a long show. Oh my god. Anyway, five dollars. <laughs> this. Oh my god, stop. That that is just scratching the surface of what we heard that day. I I I'm pretty sure I came to work. And I told Qua and Celise and everybody at the lunch table, and I was just like, I can't, I can't. I just can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly surprised. Making... I'm honestly surprised that uh, you guys didn't leave after the first story. Well, it's like we were in the front, so we didn't want to be rude to the writer. Because as a fellow writer, we, I don't know, we, I, that, and we were just too stunned to leave. We were just like, it's like a train wreck you can't look away from. Mm. those rooms are so small sometimes so obvious to leave yep yeah i can agree there but at some point you gotta have a standard <laughs> um I, i've left during some panels before because well, i just yeah, felt like, uncomfortable those being bigger there. ones i think you can get away with but this one you're in the front row man uh yeah i guess we didn't think oh my god jared <laughs> I guess we didn't think the second story could be worse. They couldn't even finish reading it because one of the panelists asked to stop. That's how bad it got, oh, and then it got God. even oh, worse. Oh, I hate Jared. That's crazy. <laughs> but um, let's talk about less scarring experience. Uh, let's talk about because my my other my other experiences I want to talk about are meeting. Experience <laughs> like, like which Jared? <laughs> Moment of silence, please. <laughs> those listening after the live session i'm just like staring at my wall like what is life (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm gonna report this. All right. Okay. Back to happy. Back to happy. We're done with um, our one of our one of my experience. uh the experiences that I I really like a lot is I um meet voice actors or sometimes people meet uh cosplayers or game devs. So are there people that you guys would love to meet at cons? So I actually got to uh meet the voice actor of Frankie from One Piece, the Japanese one, uh not the dubbed. So I thought that was really cool. Oh no. <laughs> chat, uh, not chat. Uh listeners, uh one of our dear friends Sarah said she would love to meet Jared Fogel. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Claw um, was talking about how he met. Yeah, so uh, the last Frankie. anime convention I went to was OniCon, and they always bring back Frankie. I can't remember the voice actor's name, but uh, he always Big comes fan. to. Yeah, sorry. Uh, he always comes to OniCon, and he. <laughs> everybody, every time they see him on stage for the cosplay contest, they're always like, "Dude, do, do the super!" And he always does the the super. <laughs> thing from one piece and it's the greatest thing <laughs> ever because you, you can't unhear it and then when you see him in person you're just like that's frankie like you can just he just he's been doing frankie for so long that it's like he just has this aura around him that makes you feel like yep that's frankie he's amazing um so that's one of the voice actors i've met that i just thought was so cool in person because yeah my uh i i've met a, a lot of voice actors because i'm a voice actor nut i'm just gonna name a few um i've met bryce pappenbrook and we actually took a picture together because i cosplayed as one of his characters nagito komaeda from danganronpa 2 we were both in the i was in the photo shoot room and then he came in to do a photo shoot and we ended up just taking a picture together that was really cool um i've met robbie damon he is the voice of prompto from final fantasy 15 and he's the voice of, oh, he betrayed me, and I forgot his name from Persona 5. Akechi. Goru Akechi. Anyway, but my favorite story was at Momocon in 2018. I went with my best friend and her sister, and that is where I thought. So, uh, we both are big Dragon Ball Z fans, she and I. So, she stood in line to get an autograph and voice thing from Chris Sabat, which is also a great story. I went in line for Sean Chamel, who plays Goku, and um, I got him to sign this. Can't read it. What we're looking at is a, a really cool picture of Goku. I think that's an Ultra Instinct, yes? Or Actually, you might before? be right. You might be right. And I got this artwork from the an artist that I met in line. We like just became like best friends while we were waiting. And he's actually the artist who does this type of like metallic look. You can't, listeners can't, you can't see this, but we'll post it somewhere. Anyway, Sean Chamel was really, really great guy, really funny, very energetic, and uh, he was really cool. And yes, Goku, the original voice actor, Sean Chamel. Um, and there was a whole panel that day, like in the one of the big, big rooms where the like they had Sean Chamel, Kyle Abair, who's Gohan. They had a Hercule, Boo, and Chris Sabat, who plays Vegeta, they were all on a panel, and they just, like, talked about Dragon Ball Z, and they did their voices. But the really great story that my best friend got, she got something signed by, she got a um, All Might poster signed by Chris Sabat, because he voices All Might in the English dub of My Hero Academia. 
but she also wanted to get a, like a voice sample of Vegeta for her other best friend in Hawaii who was going into the military. And Vegeta is her favorite character from Dragon Ball Z, so um, she wanted to get that for her. And, you know, she stood in line, and she had paid for everything, and she was getting ready to go up to him. And then, I guess, his assistant or publicist or whoever was like, oh, you know what? I just realized Chris Sabat doesn't actually do the Vegeta voice anymore because I guess it's so strenuous on his voice box and vocal cords. And then so she was like, and so my best friend was a little bit disappointed. She's like, okay, I, I I guess we can get um All Might or whatever he's comfortable with. And then Chris heard that conversation and she said, is there a particular reason why you want Vegeta? I might have one Vegeta left in me. And she said, well, my my best friend is going into the military. I'm probably watching this story. Um, and she really loves Vegeta, and I thought it would be a great birthday gift before she goes into the force. And so. He's like, he's like, come here. So he like pulled her aside and he did a longer recording than planned. And he was the voice of Vegeta. And he like congratulated her on getting into the force and we value her service. So he like made it very personable, personable from Vegeta's perspective. And it was really great. I was just like, that is like the best story ever. <laughs> like he didn't have to do the voice, but he did it. And he, you know, took his time with it and made it personal. And oh. Chris Savitt, you were a wonderful That's so human cool. being. <laughs> That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really um, like those little moments that voice actors do. Yeah, I like the actors that are cool with taking pictures with them for free, even though they're in primo line. In the primo line? Premium. Supposed... Oh, premium line. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to meet Vic Mignogna. I do, too. However, we did see him. We did see him. I never got to meet him, though. I'm a little yeah. afraid to meet Vic Mignogna, to be honest. He's a character. He's a character, though. Yeah, if you if you are not familiar with Vic Mignogna, he's one of the more well-known English dub voice actors. He is Edward Elric in Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. He's Tamaki Suo in Oran High School Host Club. He's Rin from Free. He is... Uh, I'm dropping characters right now. <laughs> That's still more than I know. So we should all be impressed with Siri's knowledge of voice actors because I don't know any well, you, voice you... actors by name like that. <laughs> Although, little, useless trivia. ever head. since we've done like more English dub ones, I, I do appreciate that now I can recognize, uh, oh, I can't say his name, JYB. <laughs> Johnny Young Bosch. Oh, yeah. I recognize his voice everywhere now. I would love to meet Johnny Young Bosch. I love him right now. Johnny Young Bosch started originally, I want to say he got his big break as the Power Rangers. And um, and then he is known for, he's in Blue Exorcist as the Glasses brother of Rin. Uh, he is Adachi from Persona 4 video game. Isn't he oh. also in, um, shoot, I can't remember. I nope, don't know. remember. I'm 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 usually a lot better about this. I can name him stuff that. Yeah, but yeah, now I can recognize him in a lot of the, the dubbed ones I've seen. So, pretty cool. Pretty cool. He's in a lot of stuff. Oh, he's a him and Dante Dante Bosco. <laughs> Those two are the only two I can like actively uh remember, remember distinctively. 
Yeah. I'm going to meet Dan Green, have him do both voices for Yugi's talking to each other as well. Okay, so I didn't realize that Dan Green does both the voices of Yugi um, until I saw a live stream of him dueling the guy who does the Pegasus. And (laughs) I was like, whoa, this dude could just change his voice like that in uh, mid-conversation between the two Yugi's, and that was crazy. Wait, okay, on the subject of cons, does YGO conference count as this? Yes, it does. (laughs) Any convention. Uh, Video game conventions. um, Stuff like that, too. Yep. Those definitely count. Um, Have you checked out the virtual virtual duels they've been doing on YouTube between the voice actors? It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my friend showed me the the Yugi versus Pegasus one, and I thought that was so cool. Those are so cool. I love voice actors doing stuff like that. It's funny because if you look at them, in, I've never seen them in person before. Um, so when I saw them on the video, it's funny because how they look in real life is kind of opposite of what their character is. Like, I felt like Dan Green could totally be a Pegasus in the live action. <laughs> because he's got this beard or white hair thing going on, um, long white hair. And, and then I can't remember the Pegasus voice actor's name. But he definitely looked like he could be Yugi, but he does such a good Pegasus voice. It's crazy um, how he does. I was was like just super impressed. So the voice actor for Avatar are now doing fan messages for like $5. I'm so tempted. Is it on Cameo? I would pay for Dante Bosco to do Zuko. (laughs) Oh, Dante. The one I will always hear as Jake Long. Not Zuko. Mm. Did you also know he was in uh, Peter Pan with Robin Williams? No. Have you seen the live action Peter Pan before? I a long time ago, probably before. I yeah, he's actually the. He was the leader of the Lost Boys. Dante when you Bosco. see him, yeah. If you watch the movie again, Sarah, I, I see Sarah's like today. I learned that he was in Peter Pan live action. Yep. He is the leader of the Lost Boys. If you watch it, you're going to be like, wait, that's Zuko and that's Jake Long. And then he's like, I think he was like 13 when he did that movie. Oh, no, Hook, not Peter Pan. Sorry. The movie's called Hook. Right. I I, Uh, I thought Hook, but I knew what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And I think I watched it on a YouTube documentary on Dante Bosco and how he got started. He was started as a break dancer. Then he moved to uh, Hook was his first uh, big movie break. And then from there, he started doing more voice acting. I don't know if he did any more live action movies after that. But I mean, he was great in Hook. Um, I still remember a lot of the scenes with him in it. He was just this intimidating leader. Uh, of course he is. He's Zuko. And it, was, it was crazy. Uh, so if you watch it, you're going to be like, okay, that's Zuko. That's Jake Long right there. <laughs> I, man, I really want to wa- really watch Avatar, Last Airbender, but I just cannot keep up like keep up interest with it and i feel like a straight up traitor when i say she's she's oh (laughs) people are getting mad that you haven't seen avatar (laughs) anyway um i'm gonna throw a random fact that i know here um kevin my friend kevin was here last time i'm pretty sure he's told me that he plays smash with bosco bosco so oh really uh yeah a long time ago uh, That's crazy. <laughs> everyone's getting so mad. 
they're all like serious. Fun, funny one. story. There is a how to start an anime club session for uh, Crunchyroll Expo. Also, let's talk about is Avatar an anime? Mm. <laughs> That's a good one that a lot of oh people God. have thought about. Jared just threatened me. I'm sending you a Subway gift card for every month you don't want. <laughs> everyone's saying Avatar. It looks like everyone's okay with Avatar it's, not being an anime. So it's animation. Right. It's animation. Um, I like to think anime is coming from Japan, like sourced in Japan, and then coming here. Um, so that's my my. Uh, so what about the Netflix produced ones, like Seven Deadly Sins? Is that anime? Is that They're anime? actually produced in Japan. Okay. I yeah, did not so, know that. So yeah, those are produced in Japan. Um, the one I'm curious about is probably the new webtoon ones. If anyone has watched God of High School, uh, Tower of God, uh, Noblesse, those are three very, very popular Noblesse uh, webtoons. Oh, I know of Tower of God. I think Crunchyroll Expo is going to be highlighting that yeah. in the session. This, all three of them are actually going to be highlighted in Crunchyroll's Expo. Oh, um, they have panels they for all three. Crunchyroll originals. Okay. Yep, they're Crunchyroll originals, but wow, they you are Cor- nerds. <laughs> but they're Korean oriented or or origined. Origined? Origined? They came from Korea first. So it's interesting for me to see these Japanese studios doing an anime uh version of it because it's not <laughs> Jared, I joined an anime podcast, not sure where I'm at anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so they're they started as webtoons manhwa, which is Korean ma- manga and I've read them for years, and it's just interesting seeing them come to animation. Um, but they also do it in Japanese, which is interesting to me because you'd never think that a Korean comic would end up becoming a Japanese anime. I think that's awesome, though, because I mean, I know webtoon. I'm I'm fairly new to the webtoon scene, very very preliminary, but I know it's a lot of like aspiring artists who post their passion their hard work and it's great to see that they're getting picked up for actual stuff which mm. i'm gonna say is a hint to what first guest we're gonna have on answer the chat podcast i'm gonna leave it at that i'm excited for that one <laughs> Un- unplanned <laughs> teaser all right wow we've been all talking right. for quite a while um, yeah do you have anything yeah, else like- uh, to wrap up about Crunchyroll Expo or cons. Any con experiences y'all want to share? I feel like Juan and I just talked about our own. I don't know how they're going to do it through live chat, though. <laughs> it's quite a bit. That's Maybe true. if we had a guest. A lot uh, of typing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap up for the day. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on a Friday night last minute. I'm really happy you guys are here. It means a lot to me, and I'm sure a lot to Qua, and we can just nerd out about <laughs> everyone's, everyone's getting mad to watch at me. Avatar. I know. I, guys, I've tried. I tried. I watched. I tried watching it when it was on TV, and then in college, and then I tried watching a friend at work. He lent me his DVDs, and I just, I, I can't. It's because of Sokka, isn't it? Who? Oh, oh the brother. Mind. It's not the brother. No, the brother. I got it. 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 Who? I might be just pushing y'all y'all's buttons. I might be faking it. <laughs> you can do that. Y'all getting all riled up for nothing. Yeah, and then there's the huge argument between Korra or Aang. Who was the better avatar? But I feel like Aang kind of wins that 
Yeah, Aang definitely uh, wins. That. I I haven't seen Avatar, and I want to say Aang. <laughs> no argument. <laughs> oh, we got a Korra. <laughs> hey, they're the same person, aren't they? Aren't they the same person, guys? They're the same person. <laughs> Korra is Aang until. Wait, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, Korra I was like, don't spoil Aang. it for us who haven't seen it. <laughs> to do a podcast. Well, we could do a watch party. We do have Enter the Theater. Uh, we do have. We're gonna watch all the episodes. Okay, not all at once. It's a watch party, though. You gotta do it. Okay, we can watch episodes, but not like the whole thing. Um, every every <laughs> single one. Every, every single one. <laughs> and then probably season one and two of Korra. I watched Korra when it first came out on TV. And oh, it was man. actually pretty interesting. I watched it by myself on my couch in my living room. And my, I'm actually rewatching it right now. I'm kind of like so watching. so many things I have to catch yeah. up on. And so many things I need to start. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm rewatching it right now. But I'm also like watching Bob's Burgers at the same time. Oh, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Bob's Burgers. <laughs> so I'm like, I've been switching between the two. Like, I'll watch like a bit of Avatar, then I'll switch to Bob's Burgers. And this is all like while I'm working. So. Oh, my God. Yeah, Bob's Burgers. Uh, oh, and Digimon. I started watching Digimon a little bit too. Because um, all Zoids. the Digimon seasons. I saw yeah, Zoids. yeah. Mayo actually told me that Zoids is on Netflix. I was like, what? Yeah, so, I remember that first episode. We were like, what? What? <laughs> um, so definitely we'll have to look at that too. Oh, anyways, this podcast has been going long enough. It's going to be a long um, one. I hope you're in for the yeah. long haul. So nothing else on Crunchyroll Expo. Uh, Hope you guys get a chance to check that out next week. Uh, I'll be sure to be checking it out. Maybe we'll have like a conversation while we're checking it out on Discord. Um, I have no issue with that. Anything from you, Siri? Uh, thank you again for listening and hanging out. It's been fun chatting with you guys. We look forward to doing this, these live sessions, because it's just great. Great conversation. Yeah. And we can come together during COVID-19. I was honestly surprised with uh conventions it's just not a huge topic to i don't know i wasn't sure what i expected when we did a con as a live podcast but the live chat definitely was very y'all made it y'all made this episode yeah that's a lot of fun thank y'all thank y'all but uh again thanks for listening we'll post when this episode is is live on spotify anchor and etc 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 episode one is on spotify yeah, episode one is on Spotify. Um, if you search ETC podcast, you'll probably see our logo somewhere. Uh, we're not at the top yet, but I mean, eventually we'll get there, right? I think it's in like the first 20 or so. Um, yes, we 20. are getting onto Apple Podcasts. They just sent us approval about a day or two ago, um, and it will be searchable on there. Uh, I haven't heard anything about Google Podcasts yet, but I'm pretty sure that's coming up soon. I know we're also on like Pocket Podcasts. Pocket Cast. Uh, it's an Android app. Radio Public. Um, there were a few that we but, got confirmed in the last week. Yeah, but they'll they'll all be on popular podcast sites uh, eventually. And once we get that first episode on there, every other episode, according to uh, their terms, is going to just be uploaded within an hour or so. Um, so when we upload this on, we're planning on doing this what Wednesday night. 
somewhat. Posting so on Wednesday, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it should be available on Thursday for sure. Um, so you can check it out there. And thank you again you for are beautiful. coming to these. Thank you all so much. You guys are all awesome. I love you. You are all so special to me. We'll have another live session soon, so stay tuned. Make sure you're following our Instagram, our Twitter, and yes, Instagram and Twitter. And yes, I'm so yeah. awkward. <laughs> um, Quad Siri out. <laughs> <laughs>